Hi, this is Steve Tayton. Welcome to 7 Minutes to Happiness. It is my mission to make this the best 7 minutes you'll spend on your soul today. If you listen and tap along during the healing tapping session in the last half of this episode, you should have a smile on your face by the time you finish, and you will be a little closer to having happiness ingrained as a habit. If you want to learn more about tapping and get the most out of this podcast, check out our website, 7MinutesToHappiness.com, and remember, it only takes seven minutes a day to reboot your brain for happiness. Let's get started. Welcome to episode one, the very, very first episode of seven minutes to happiness. This is my origin story or how I got here and why I am podcasting. I'm going to start out in 2016 and I was in a hotel room just outside of New Orleans. My, the apartment I lived in had burned down and I had had to jump out of the building from the second floor. I lost everything except a computer and a guitar and I broke my leg. I basically snapped it in two above the ankle and I was sitting in a hotel room and my best friend from down there came to check on me. And after about 10 minutes, she looked at me and said, how in the hell can you be so happy? With all this that has happened to you, I would be going nuts. And I tried to explain it to her for a few minutes and I realized I wasn't really getting anywhere. So I finally just smiled and said, hey, happiness is my superpower. And I've sort of stuck with that one. It did make me realize, though, after she left, that after over 30 years of searching and tweaking and reading and improving and doing everything I could possibly do, I had finally become the happy, emotionally healthy person I wanted to be. And, you know, I found that to be very, very empowering, and it made me realize that I now do have something that is very, very valid that I can share with other people. So I'm an ACOA, adult child of alcoholics, and this podcast is going to be pretty much, maybe by accident, by design, whatever, it's going to be very, very good for ACOAs, but it's also going to be good for really anybody who wants to be a happier person because most of these ACOA issues, they're the exact same issues as pretty much adult children of anything, whether it's narcissistic parents, any kind of abuse. Um, It is always pretty much the same. And a lot of people who didn't even have traditionally or classic dysfunctional environments still have a lot of these same issues. And basically, if you are not as happy as you want to be, you probably have a few of them. So I found out about ACOA when I was 34 years old. My dad had just died. My mom had already been dead for 11 years. And I was sitting in a class. I went to went to school for my third time I think it was at the age of 34 and finally graduated and somebody in class was dissertating her her class paper the final paper whatever the heck they called it 
and hers was on ACOA. And I was fighting back tears the whole time. And I realized that if something was this powerful, that I had to check it out and I had to investigate it further and see what was going on and that it might be something really beneficial for me. And once I saw the, the traits, the what's now called the laundry list, it made me, you know, it, it sort of made me sad at first, but it ended up being really empowering to me because I realized that it was totally natural for me to have that laundry list, for me to have those things, that I wasn't the only person who was underachieving or who was afraid of this and afraid of that. It made me realize that what I, where I was at was perfectly normal for the resources I had and for the life I'd had so far. So I decided I was going to heal, and I did everything I could. I read all the ACOA stuff. I 12-stepped myself as much as I possibly could. I had a problem with a few of the steps in the beginning. But I did that. I searched. I started reading pretty much every pop psychology, self-improvement kind of book, spiritual. I read well over 1,000 books. And I'll name a few that I, that I think are really beneficial. And I'm going to go from chronologically from way, way back years ago. Handbook to Higher Consciousness by Ken Kai. Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. You Can Be Happy No Matter What by Dr. Carlson. And Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Those are probably the four biggest influences on my philosophy. Now, I had never really bought in to any of the gaslighting I got when I was a kid. I just rebelled against it totally. And I feel really fortunate that I did rebel, even though I paid a physical price for it. But even though I never bought in consciously, my subconscious did buy in. That place where childhood emotions are stuck in the body and stuck in the spirit, definitely bought in. So I finally came upon a thing called EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, and this was back in 2001. My then wife had downloaded a copy of their manual and told me to tell her what I thought, and I looked at it and I said, this is bullshit. It can't work that fast on things that have been in people that long. Psychology doesn't work that way. So about a month later, I was getting my first musical gig. I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I had my first gig in like 16 years, and I was petrified. The night before, I wanted to vomit, and it was just a stupid $50 gig at a restaurant. And suddenly I saw that EFT manual laying in a corner that I'd put it in, and I thought, you know, maybe we should give this a try. And it literally took me 10 minutes to turn from stage fright into stage hog. And I realized I had something really, really important for me and something really powerful. And that was the big thing that allowed me to take all of these other things that I had learned and start really using them and start getting rid of all of the stuck emotions and all the things that made me go into flight or fight all the time. And 
now I'm finally at a point where I I feel 100% healed, and, but I'm not intellectually arrogant enough to believe that. So I'm going to call myself 90 or 95% healed. And I want to share what I have with the world. I want to help. I want to teach everybody who needs this. It doesn't matter if you're an ACOA, if you're an adult child of anything, if you're just a person that wants to be a little happier. Um, my simple techniques for erasing all of this BS from the past and becoming an emotionally healthy human being are going to help anybody. So we're going to, that's pretty much where I'm coming from, and I'm going to give you a thought for tapping. We're going to end all of these with something to tap on, and I'm going to have you just tap on your chest, tap on your breastbone, and you can say this with me, you can just listen to it, you can repeat sort of after, you can slow this down, write it down, and do it for 20 minutes if you want. I just want you to tap on your chest. Even though I had a horrific childhood and was never good enough for my parents, I deeply and fully accept myself just the way I am. Even though I had a horrific childhood and was never good enough for my parents, I deeply and fully accept myself just the way I am. <sighs> that should feel excellent if you have any kind of doubts inside of you. Thanks for listening, and in the next podcast, I am going to tell you about what to expect as we go further in this podcast. Tapping on the issues we raise in this podcast can change your life. It certainly changed mine. If you want to get the most out of this podcast, visit 7minutestohappiness.com. I have paid and free resources that work with all the things we do here to teach you more tapping points you can use for our tapping sessions. Once again, that's 7minutestohappiness.com. There is a link in the podcast description. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for tapping, and we'll see you in the next episode.